What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Only Threes podcast. Kira and Jack are here with me. What's going on, guys? What's up? Hello. What's going on, everyone? How are you? Is your boys safe? Everyone's been good? Yeah, bro. You guys sound like depressed. Get some enthusiasm here. It's a Friday. You know what it is? You know what it is? I think it's just there's nothing it is to do now. That yeah. is so true. There hasn't been that's Friday, been basketball be, for two be days. Go out. There's nothing. There's been no hoop. There's been no playoffs. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's all for good reason. Yeah, that's true. So um, we'll get straight into it then. Uh, the NBA suspended its playoff series uh, two days ago. It started off with the Bucks. There was talks for a couple of days since the uh, Jacob Black shooting in Wisconsin that the Bucks were going to boycott the game. They didn't really think much of it. It was just rumors. And then, uh, of course, before the game, they just didn't come out. They let the, the time expire. And then everyone was just boycotting it. There's plenty of meetings going on between the owners and the players, and the Players Association. So uh, it's just been a real interesting uh, turn of events. I think the NBA will come back eventually in the next couple of days, but uh, with the definite change. Kira, what do you what do you think about that? Um, first thing I want to start off with, um, just for our listeners, I wanted to thank Dom and Jack for giving me the opportunity to speak about Black Lives Matter. Um, it is something that I do hold dear to my heart, being a black male. Um, so I just wanted to say, to all the people who do think maybe it's just a phase, it's a phenomenon. No, this is something that has been historically prominent throughout, not just America, but through a lot of societies and communities. Um, being someone who's witnessed it, and I've, thank God I've never actually been put in that situation where I've had to have an issue with the police. But for those who have, I'm sure none of them would tell you it's a pleasant experience. Um, and to and credit to George Hill, who actually went into the Bucks locker room with the plan to boycott the playoffs and with his statement that was so eloquently said. It's just difficult to see that it is, and with the other 17-year-old in um, Wisconsin that was walking around with a rifle, it's mm-hmm. crazy that a rifle, you're still scared of someone's skin color, which is also by Shannon Sharp as well. You're more threatened by someone's skin color rather than a 17-year-old with a rifle. Um, but look, to be honest, the way the NBA has handled it, and credit to the WNBA players as well, getting their seven bullet shots on the back of the mm-hmm. white shirts, saying Jacob Blake across their chest. It's just great to see the solidarity within uh, the sport that we love so much. And um, I'm actually very excited to see how Adam Silver handles it because, he, like I said on the previous podcast, he's really done well in handling these issues such as the reform, COVID, the bubble. But um, I'm sure he will come out with a statement and the way the NBA will, um, will adapt to his change. But it's great to see some of our leaders in the game um, and even some prominent figures that do just, um, you know, previous Hall of Famers. It's great to see them mm-hmm. coming back in. Um, but look, at the end of the day, regardless of skin color, regardless who we are, where we come from, money status, financial status, it's just not the best to see things still going on, mm. you know? But it's just for our listeners out there, um, it's just the way the NBA is done, it's just nothing but a massive blueprint that we can follow. There's various different types of races in the league, but it's great to see we're all coming together. And again, I'd like to thank Dom and Jack giving the opportunity to be on this podcast with them. And the way they've been able to handle it, the way they put their input in, it's just great to see. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's, it's it's yeah, it's 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 shit to see. Like it's, we all thought because of the George Floyd situation that something would change, all the rioting and all the protesting would do something. And obviously, something bigger needs to change. And if stopping sports for a couple of days is or can can you know help it and become a solution, then yeah, why not? Like we can sacrifice a couple of days of basketball if it means racial equality for everyone in America. I think we're just lucky we're in Australia and uh, like this rarely happens. So. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. It's just ridiculous that it's twenty twenty and this stuff is still happening. It's ridiculous. Yeah, there was a 
there was a thing that came out. It was like Bill Russell in 1959 mm-hmm. boycotted yeah. the um, a friendly boycotted. game for Boston because of racial injustice. It was 63 years yeah. ago or something like that. So. Bill Russell was at the leaders meeting that um, infamous mm. been with him, Muhammad Ali, Dr. King. Yeah. Um, uh, I think it was in the 70s or 60s. And um, it's just... It's just terrible to see my skin color, where I'm from or what I do. You're still threatened by that rather than someone who has a... Listen, police should only use deadly force when they feel threatened. Yeah, 100%. Baker Blake was going to go break up a fight into his car. If that does for threatening, you should not be a police officer in the first place. Um, And the fact that, you know, the whole state of Wisconsin is sort of going into another, I guess, protest um, saga, as we had previously after George Floyd, rest his soul. But it's just great, at least, to see that there are people who do care, regardless of skin color. We are making progress, but it's just sucks to see it. every time I feel like we do make a bit of progress as society, as community, yeah. something just has to come back. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's um, and it's just heartbreaking to see. This is a man who was shot in front of his kids seven times, now paralyzed from the waist down. Um, what more do you have to see? What more proof do you have to know that our lives do matter too? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. But um, look, like I said, I, I tip my hat off to the NBA, to all the players. Thank you for making that statement. Um, I'd like to thank Kenny Smith as well for what he did on TNT, yeah. walking off, walking in solidarity with the players. Um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, guys, for those who are listening, please just remember we are human too. We do breathe the same way. I tie my shoes the same as Jack and Dom, and they still treat me like a normal human being. We've never had an issue. Um, but yeah, look, honestly, tips off to Adam Silva. I just can't wait to see what the NBA has done for us next. Yeah, uh, well, well said, Kira. Well said. So before the um, the the, uh, the playoffs were stopped, we we had a lot of series that ended. So the Raptors just completely annihilated the Nets uh, for Easy. nothing there. Um, the Heat, come on, you guys really thought the Pacers gave us it. I was on that for a while. I told you, Pacers are not winning a game. It was like, yeah, one game, one game. I told you, TJ Warren is not the real deal. He had a good stretch, got mm-hmm. on the block, but you're not scoring on Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And he didn't. That's he did Warren. not. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Really did. I think did those, not show up. I think those two series that went pretty much how we expected it. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Um, I, we did. Look, I did expect maybe Brooklyn to to um to pop off but as we said in the previous podcast we had blake on the show um toronto doesn't actually have any internal weaknesses as a team yeah they're they're so well coached and so well put together i was just relying on the fact that maybe karasova would explode for another 52 50 points maybe because he does that when he wants to um and i was just relying on the on the brooklyn nets fresh play because most of them are very young players young core um, I was expecting them to blah, but look, Toronto just proved why they are the defending champions. Yeah. Um, and that Heat and Pacers series was pretty predictable. Bam looked like a weapon, uh, as he is my favorite player on the Heat. Um, obviously, maybe would Sabonis have changed the outcome? No. Me personally, I don't think so. No way. Um, but maybe, maybe they won one, two. Yeah, yeah, but one, yeah. One, one or two maybe they would have won maybe, one game. Yeah. Maybe. But I don't really see Sabonis make an impact, at least on Bam out of bio, because he is no. phenomenal. He's the engine of that team, as Dom said. Um, so, yeah, look, I think the Heat, both series went um, as as expected, really. Yeah, it was way too predictable. But the thing I liked about the Nets is they just, like, they've, they're, they're going into next season pretty much a whole new team. They're going to have a new head coach. Um, but they've got some new, like, you know, um, what's the saying I'm looking for? Diamonds in the rough. That's what I'm looking for. 
Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. Timothy um, Luau with Cabarro. TLC was uh, popping off. What's that Tyler one Johnson. guy? I can't, I can't um, remember his name. He's got the long brown dreads on the, on the nets. He's a big, tall fellow. I think it's a power Claxton. forward. Claxton. Claxton. That man. Nick Claxton, yeah. That the, man. The first round pick this year, yeah. I only saw him play a couple minutes. That kid's got a game. Yeah. He's got yeah. a game. Maybe maybe he's just having a couple of moments, but from what I saw, I mean, there's there's a ceiling there. There's potential. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He's a good stretch as well. He can actually stretch oh. the floor as a big man. He can stretch he's the floor. He's very yeah, athletic. Very athletic. Oh, that's that's what I did say. But at the same time, I don't like to look at athleticism too much because yeah. God forbid any injuries, you don't know what can go south. You know that's what I mean? I think like, we're spending Dom's way so too right. much time on the, on the Nets, to be honest. I was just, <laughs> I was just bringing him up as a side <laughs> point. But like, then, yeah, whatever. We'll talk about him next season. Um, mm. The other series that was pretty interesting was the Bucks and the Magic. The Bucks just... Well, like you want to take game one of us? Yeah, that's cool. We're just gonna yeah. absolutely annihilate you for the rest of the season. Oh, that that game one was horrible. I think we just lost that purely off the first quarter when they, the Bucks didn't have an answer for Nikola Vucevic. He was yeah. killing the he's, whole he's Bucks. He's been squad. incredible all season. He's like been thirty-five, but, fifteen. Um, every game. I think it was about Fournier didn't play his best game, and he's been the, one of the Magic's top scorers and yeah. contributors for the season. Yeah, he was. Um, he wasn't playing. Is the loss of Aaron Gordon important? Nah, I really still still see the Bucks steamrolling over this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was good at least to. I think it was a good wake up call for the Bucks yeah. to say, look, we are the number one team in the league statistically with the number one defensive team, and they had like eight turnovers in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously we did try and push it out later on. I'm just a bit worried about Chris Middleton. He hasn't really shown up this playoffs. He had a good uh, uh, game four though. Yeah, he had a good game four. I was writing him to be the X factor of the Bucks yeah, for this yeah, playoff yeah. run. Obviously, despite Giannis, we'll be honest, but Chris Middleton is a phenomenal shooter. He can shoot from anywhere. But it's just something that hopefully the Bucks can acquire and just close out this series and mm-hmm. um, try and get on to the Miami Heat, I think, in the next round. Here's what I want to ask uh, both of you. I'll start with Jack. Do you think John Isaac would have made any difference marking Giannis? No way. No way, no, man. Not even like Giannis. a little bit? I think, I think, I think and Mobamba was gone as well. They both got like fourteen feet wingspans. So. Look, I do, I do like Jonathan Isaac, but he's a paint defender. He's not really, he can't really glide. I, I don't think mm. with Giannis, the, the length that Giannis covers. Yeah, I, I don't feel like he could be able to glide as well. Um, that I feel like, as big as Bam is, I've seen him. I guess shift. He does have that talent to guide shiftier players. Yeah, but I just don't see Jonathan Isaac and Mobamba. Also, Giannis is very strong as well. If you've seen him going yeah, to the paint, I think Giannis he, he is stronger and faster than both of them anyway. Oh, for sure. It's, yeah, a, it's, just, like, it's just physical dominance. I feel like yeah. they, they won't be able to keep up. Lengthwise, maybe would they harass the basket? 100% because they're trees. But will they actually stop him going to the paint? Nah. They would have yeah. just sent him to the free throw line heaps. That's oh, sure. hey, look, it's, he's Giannis. not the best free throw shooter, but he, he can hit them though. He's not the yeah. best, but he can hit them. Yeah, um, so that series is 3-1 as it should resume tomorrow. Not 100% on that, but they should take that and go into the next round. The last series in the East was the Celtics. Clean sweeping the Sixers. The Sixers say, Brett Brown, this is all your fault. You're the one who signed Tobias Harris to a ridiculous $180 million. And you're the one who signed Al Horford to like $50 million a year at 34 years old. It's all your fault. Brett Brown gets fired. He was there for eight years. He was the process coach. Damn. I mean, he kind of sucked towards the end, but yeah. you know, it was a little bit disrespectful, I think, the way they ended it. I think Alton Brand should have been held accountable. Um, yeah, so many things going on in that series. Um, yeah. I think we, we all righted it off when we heard about the Simmons injury. <laughs> We're like, no, there's yeah. no way. There's, I look at, but I, I want to say the Boston Celtics played phenomenal, though. They, they really played did, yeah. really well. Like, I was very impressed with Boston. Um, the way they were able to share the ball, 
Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown played well. Mm-hmm. Marcus Smart obviously did his thing. Um, Kemba Walker. Kemba did really well. Yeah, I was about to say, Kemba Walker is actually proving to me he can be a leader. Uh, yeah. like obviously, we didn't get to see him much in Charlotte because he just won his first playoff series. Um, but Kemba Walker showing that he does have that leadership mentality. Um, and it was good to see the two young wings of um, Brown and Tatum just to watch them do their thing and just dominate a poor Sixers team. It was basically the Celtics versus Embiid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look, it's, it's, it's just now to see oh, what's Philadelphia going to do next? What's the next move? Okay, they're Fiber Brown. Who's in next? Is it going to be Ty Lue? Is it? I feel like he's going to be the bidding war for the coach this offseason to yeah. see who's going to drag him. But it's great to see what will happen, and we'll, we'll just see what uh, Philadelphia is in. But this series went as we expected. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I just don't know what the Sixers do next, man. Like, mm. I don't think they can win with this team, honestly. Do you, do you, do you think it's one of their – do you think it's a player issue or just pure on administration? I have no idea. I think it's, I honestly just don't think Embiid and Simmons will ever fit together perfectly. Yeah, yeah they need another link. And the funny thing exactly. is that last year they would have made the conference final. Kawhi's shot off by half a centimeter. They go to the conference finals, right? And they could have been in the NBA finals, seeing how hard the Bucks yeah. choked last year, right? Mm. And they had a, they had that team, and they're like one shot off, and they didn't bring back Jimmy Butler, who literally carried through that playoffs. It was the link between Simmons and Embiid. And I think that's what they're missing. And then, like JJ Redick as well, they're really missing him. They're missing shooting off. The they're court. missing. They're missing that. Oh, they're missing I don't know. Scoring one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Bench like they don't have a bench. Like you know how some teams have a bench presence that can come off. The Bucks have a great bench. Lakers, Clippers, yeah. Miami, like all these teams have a great bench. They don't have someone who can come off the bench and give you fifteen, twenty points a night. They can go I'm and get you a rebound. They can go and. It's just more of like you know what's what's going on. You see, you know, it's funny they had someone. There. They had Trey Burke and they released him. And look they at released him. Dallas no, they got rid of him. They don't have like that. <laughs> when Embiid and Simmons goes out, who's the man that can say, "Hey, you know what? I got you." you no, know I mean I can run the ball for a bit. You know, you but got the Thunder. Run, they also yeah, run a three-man bench, bro. They literally <laughs> have Alec Burke, Cormaz, and I think Fiebel comes off, and that's like it usually. Yeah, and sometimes like, like Fiebel will start and Horford comes off the bench. Like, what yeah, scoring? Exactly. Like, Fiebel's great. Fiebel's an incredible defender, but he's not giving you scoring. Horford's 52, and Cormaz is just a strop. Like, yeah, literally. If, if they that, don't yeah. have a pure scoring option, they no. don't. No. Like, every, if you notice, all the great teams in the NBA have a great scoring option. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Houston with Harden, whether it's Morocco with Middleton, whether it's Miami that has multiple and Dragic, Butler, Hero, they have all these players that can go out and explode and give you points. That this the Philadelphia 76ers don't have that ability, at least without Ben Simmons' lack of shooting, which I don't see improving anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, this series went well as we expected. Um, the second we heard about it, would have Philadelphia beat Boston? I still think no. Not because Brad no Simmons way. has always no. had Philadelphia's number. Always, mm-hmm. they yeah. demolished them two years ago in the finals, uh, in the in the um, semi in the semifinals. They didn't get to versus each other last year, um, but look, every time the Celtics versus Philadelphia, the Celtics always have their number. Even in the season series, I think Celtics are ahead. Even Joel Embiid said it. it's like it's not a rivalry; they own our ass. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> like, percent. Yeah. Has he? Um, has he? That's surprising oh, coming from Joel Embiid. Yeah, definitely. surely. Yeah, I've been angry for pressing yeah. trade boys. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> Only three is exclusive, Next. right here. You he just heard it. <laughs> you just heard it. He messaged me. 
for sure. Um, out west, we have the one versus eight Lakers versus the Trailblazers. I think everyone bought into the uh, Blazers hype a little bit too much. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, I bought into it a little bit. Yeah, uh, Dame's out for the rest of the bubble, so when the uh, playoffs resume, we just assume the Lakers take that. Uh, yeah, take it. No, no worries. Yeah. Um, look, credits to credits to Blazers. They had a, a great run. Uh, well done to Damon Lillard for at least carrying his team into the playoffs. Um, I just feel like there was no answer for Anthony Davis. I thought LeBron was going to be dominant in this um, series. If you actually watched how Anthony Davis did play in those games, there was they didn't really have any answer. Nurkic tried guarding him at one point. That didn't work out. Gary Trent Jr., I thought he would have a chance against LeBron. LeBron just proved again he's too big for most of these defenders to try and guard him. Um, but I, I was really just... I was born into the Blazers. I said Blazers and um, Lakers in seven. I thought Blazers would take the extra game. Mm. Um, but it was at least great to see the Blazers did work well together. Um, it was great to see Carmelo. He did make a campaign for him to get his 18th season next year, which is well-deserved. Um, but yeah, it was just... It's just unfortunate Dame had to get injured. We never, we, none of us on uh, in the threes like to see a player with yeah. great talent get injured. But, you know, wish him a speedy recovery. And um, we'll see what happens in the next round for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I think the Lakers are just too deep, man. They have players, like, mm. they have like eight shooters, man, that they can just come off the bench. And if one's playing trash, you just bring the other one on. If one, like if, if Danny Green's players. playing trash, you just put KCP on and they're both going to be throwing up bricks. Uh, you just don't want to a game one repeat because that was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone was, everyone was just bricking. Everyone, KCP, Danny Green. I Like I said, I do think the loss of Avery Badly did hit the Lakers very yeah, hard. Yeah. Um, because he can knock down shots and he can guard the shit out of any point guard. But yeah. I think Rondo comes back next round. Yeah, Rondo was supposed to come back uh, for this it series. He wasn't going come back to this series? Yeah, yeah he, he was supposed, supposed to, but like, like, why would they risk him? Yeah. yeah uh, no, good, good point. point. Good point. Uh, playing. Onto the, uh, the 2-7 game, we have the, the, the... I think this is my new favourite nickname in the uh, in the bubble right now. It's uh, Instead of playoff P, pandemic <laughs> P. Pandemic P. <laughs> That's PG like he had a great, great game. Uh, game four, four or five. I'm not sure which one it was. He had about 35 points. But pandemic, uh, my favorite part of it is that every time he has a bad game, you see him in the locker room with ice on his shoulder. He's like, Yeah, oh my, God. my shoulder's acting up. And then he puts up 35. He's like, Yeah, my shoulder's feeling great today. I don't need that. Um, but Luca, Luca's just been like, everyone is on the Luca, Luca train. magic, baby. He's different, man. Yeah, he is built different. The Clippers lead 3-2. They put 154 points on the Mavericks and only allowed them to 111 points. With no pausing this, though, but uh, the Clippers should take it in game six. What do you think, boys? What do you reckon, Jack? Man, I've watched every single game this series because I've loved it so much, and it's the only game that's on at 11 o'clock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the only game you're awake for. Yeah, straight up. But legit, both teams are just like they're either really, really, really good or just really trash in spurts, bro. Like when yeah. one of them's playing trash, the other one's playing trash as well. And it's just so weird. It just makes no sense. But man, Luca and Porzingis, that duo is ridiculous, man. Mm. It's going to be so crazy. If they can keep adding to that, find us a third star. Mm. I don't know, man. Dallas is going to be different. Here, Dom? Um, hey, I'm the host of here. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do agree with Jack. Um, if they can build upon that Porzingis and Don and Doncic um, foundation, the the Dallas Mavericks do have a very bright future, along with that of Miami Heat and Boston Celtics. Um, they have such a young core, and it's great to see how they want to play together. 
Um, it's very it's very rare to see a young player who can um, really tackle the playoffs, despite Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum, because those two in the playoffs show that they can turn it up another gear. Um, but look, I, I do agree with Jack. When one team plays great, the other team plays absolutely horrible. And yeah. poor George. If anything, I poor George. Obviously, he does deserve a lot of the blame. But obviously, the rest of the Clippers, you know, all of them have been hooping to their full potential. Not except all. Kawhi Leonard. Except Kawhi. Kawhi's except Kawhi. Been Kawhi. Every single game. Kawhi's Kawhi. But Marcus Morris has been very good as well. Sweet Lou yeah. needs to be that that bona fide scorer. He hasn't really been that consistent in terms of giving that burst of twenty five a night. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Howe obviously is doing his thing here and there, but um, it's just I feel like the, the Clippers. I don't know. There's something missing. I can see it, but I can't really identify what it is. But they're not the the team that they showed flashes of potential to be right now in the playoffs. Maybe is it the first round jitters? Maybe it is. Maybe they will get into it depending on who they vest next. Um, yeah. But they need to get it quickly, or who knows, um, the Mavericks can get you because Luka Doncic is coming. Yeah, Luca is on their asses. I can tell you that. Um, I think my favorite series has been the Nuggets and Jazz. Donovan oh. Mitchell's been exploding, and then Jamal Murray's yeah. just like, "Hey, I'm going to explode as well for 50." And they're just like trading. They traded 50 points. Uh, I think the Nuggets could have won this very easily. If they won that game 100%. one, then they go three straight and they win it four, and then that's big trouble for the Nuggets. But uh, I think what we're really starting to see is how much of an advantage the Nuggets' home ground is because they play at altitude. Mm. And that's why they're mm. so good during the regular season. The playoffs, they just choke. So it's been a real interesting series, but Donovan Mitchell's been on fire. Mm. Yeah, I've always I've always been a fan of Donovan Mitchell. Um, hey, I'm I the only person I know with a pair of spiders. So you pipe down on that. No, you know I wanted us to draft spiders. him that year. You know, I wanted us to draft him and John Collins, but you know, we, we'll have another episode yeah. on that on our, our draft predictions. That one, yeah. I, I am a fan of Mitchell. I have said countless times he does remind me of young Dwayne Wade the way he plays. Yeah. Um, just a better shooter, a lot it, better shooter, yeah. Just oh, yeah, a lot better shooter. Athleticism wise, I don't, yes, he's athletic, but I don't think he is as athletic as young Dwayne Wade was because he was different on a different level, but um. I'm really impressed on how Jamal Murray has been able to respond. Obviously, the whole Denver team isn't playing to their full potential. Um, but it does remind me of that one series where it was um, Toronto versus the Sixers, when it was Allen Iverson and Vince Carter. I don't know if you guys have watched that series. Allen Iverson will go 50. Vince Carter said, all right, I'll watch this. Yeah. I'm going to go for 40. Yeah. I'm going to go for 40. It's just back and forth, back and forth. But it's great to watch these two young guards um, just go at it. But I, I personally reckon... Um, Denver was going to win this. Can they maybe string together a comeback? Possible. Yeah. I mean, Possible. the rest the rest could help them. Possible. But um, I do think maybe Utah might be able to close this out a lot quicker. But I'm not completely riding off Denver just yet. Yeah, okay. I have no idea which way it will go. Like, I think obviously Utah has the advantage being a game up. But it's just yeah. it's hard to ride off Denver, man. Like, they're a very good team. But missing Gary Harris and... Yeah, I was um, going to say... Gary Harris, Gary and, Harris and Bill Barton. That is such big losses for them. Bobo left the bubble too. Did oh, he? no. What are they ever going to do without Bobo? Look, there's nothing wrong with having another defender at the basket. I think uh, the birth, birth of his first son, um, he had to go leave the bowl. Who, Bobo? Yeah. Can you name his kid Bobo? And then he'll. I think it's Bobo Bobo, actually. I'm not joking. I think it's Bobo Bobo. There's no way that his kid is named. There's no way his kid is named Bobo. And they're going to draft him and say, 
like bowl, 70s bowl, bowl. kid. Bowl, bowl, bowl. From Bowl <laughs> University. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, wait. I think... Yeah, yeah go, on, go on, go on, go on. Yeah. But yeah, I think... I think Denver can string a comeback if Jokic, Murray, and they need a third person to go MPJ, off. yeah. MPJ, Millsap. Just They're just missing there. the wing defenders. So if the wing defenders are there, because you can switch up. If Barden's not having a good game defending uh, Mitchell, then you switch it up to a Gary Harris on it and Mitchell quiets down. And that wins them the series, in my opinion. So they're really missing those two wing defenders. And while Kiro researches bowl times three, uh, we're going to talk about... It's the bowl, bowl, bowl. How? Where, where's the, give us a source or something. You can't just say bowl, bowl, bowl. I'll, I'll send you guys the, uh, the link. Yeah. All right, so the Rocket and the uh, Thunder. Thunder were down 2 nothing, and have come back to 2 all. When it was 2 nothing to the Rockets, I was looking on sports, but I'm thinking, damn, the Rockets are going to get this in four. There's some good odds on that. So the Thunder have made an incredible comeback and could could win the series. Jack, what are you thinking? I don't think they're going to win it. I think Harden is just too good. He's mm. just too good, man. Even though Thunder have been playing amazing, everyone on that team has been amazing. Dort's had a freaking red come out of his show. Shea dropped a 30 bomb, didn't he? Yeah. I think the thing Frodo about um, well. the thing about Lou Dort is he went to Arizona State and um, James Harden every summer goes back to Arizona State and plays pickup with the current college team. So <laughs> Lou Dort, smart, smart man, picked up Harden every single time. Look at him now. He's the number one defender on James Harden. Mm. No, um, I do. I don't know. Go ahead. Do you think? Um, someone else I've been very, very impressed with on the Thunder, Darius Baisley. I yeah, love yeah bro. Good. I love yeah, him. Man. He can do everything. Man. They got a lot of people for the pick. didn't. A lot of people didn't reckon it was going to go good uh, bypassing college for a first year. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't. But I the thing that drops his a... stock is that uh, the Thunder picked Brandon Clark and then traded him for Darius Baisley. That is true. So, yeah, like still probably uh, an L, would... but Baisley looks good. No, still, look, he, he's, he's very long too if you guys actually see yeah. him play he does cover a lot of ground um, but I'm really impressed with how Shea's been able to play obviously under tutelage of Chris Paul Chris Paul has proven again he is a great leader probably yeah. one of the greatest IQ players ever in our game uh, the way he's able to know the game the way he runs off the floor is he still one of the top point guards don't know Just I think ages ages only if, if, yeah to 100% if, if we're talking about just pure knowledge on the game, Chris Paul has to be up there. Has to be up there with Rondo, has to be up there with LeBron. The people who actually know the ins and outs of the game, how it works. Yeah. Um, but I agree with Jack. Harden is the best scorer in the game right now outside of Kevin Durant, who is injured. Um, but yeah, Harden's proving too much for the Thunder team. He's just exploding. Um, and it just, it's going to be exciting to see how Russell Westbrook actually decides to match it in the next series. Yeah, if they get there. <laughs> if they get there. That's the big question. Yeah, so um, that'll be enough of our playoff talk. Let's get into something that happened last week. You know, I would have loved to record this episode like a week ago, but you guys are just like, no, nah, I can't. I can't. I'm cutting my auntie's grass. And, <laughs> and Kira, um, I'm always... crack <laughs> and Kira never answers his phone. I mean, Ned just never looks at his phone. But we had the NBA draft lottery. Uh, the Timberwolves got the first pick. Golden State four to two. Charlotte get the third pick, and Chicago get the fourth pick. And if you scroll somewhere down in the midst, the New York Knicks get the eighth pick. Jack, <laughs> I could. Fi- I wanted to record his live reaction, but Jack was sick. So 
I would have really, really enjoyed that. But Jack, give us your thoughts on the uh, draft lottery. Man, it sucks to be a Knicks fan. <laughs> I hate it out here, you guys. Really, really I hate it here, man. Oh, uh, it's just we can't. Nothing goes our way ever. Nothing. When was the last time something went the Knicks way? Mitchell Robinson. Tell me, Mitchell Robinson. That's probably the last best thing. That's like that was one from like Porzingis winning the Porzingis winning the skills competition that one year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. I don't know who we're gonna pick or which way we're gonna go. But just hopefully something good, someone good, hopefully. I don't know, man. I'm in the rough, surely. I think we'll do a whole episode on a mock draft. But what I really liked is um, is how non-obvious the NBA rigs these lotteries. Uh, oh. Because, like, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know if they're rigged or not. But just there's so many suspicious circumstances, oh, you know. No, Chicago, as if you don't think they're rigged. Okay, listen, listen. Rigged, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm sitting on the fence here, right? But this is my point for it being rigged. Chicago would be all over everyone's mind because of the last dance. Everyone in the world is watching the last dance. Who's the number one team in the last dance? Chicago. They go to number four. Okay, cool. Number three, Charlotte. Charlotte just lost their best player in Kemba and Michael Jordan is the owner. You don't think Michael Jordan's there dapping it up with Adam Silver? Come on. Golden State second. Yeah, they could have got the first pick, but that would have made it too obvious. Minnesota get the number one pick and then you have a nice, another young team out west with the cat D'Angelo Russell potential number one pick or maybe like Booker. Devin Booker like that. Yeah. no they're going to trade I reckon they're going to trade I reckon they're going to trade it I reckon they'll try and they'll get Booker somehow I reckon yeah I, I think, hope they um, do I don't think it's in their timeline to bring up another player with them I think they've got to package like Jarrett Culver Josh Okoji try and keep Malik Beasley if you can and just like pretty much give, give up everything yeah, but you got to give him up because who you prefer to give up, Malik Beasley or Josh Koji? Yeah, I think Beasley might have more value, but it depends. I think they're going to have to give Beasley's up Beasley's a free agent, though, isn't he? He's yeah, unrestricted free agent, I think. No, he's restricted. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think a couple other losers as well. Detroit to seven. That, that Cavs, bro. Re- yeah. No, but the Cavs have talent. You know, they're still but the Cavs Kevin were Love. projected second, weren't they? And they got the fifth. Nah, it, was, yeah. it was Golden State. No, it was third. Golden State, Minnesota, then uh, Cleveland. Still, they dropped down to fifth. Bit of a loss, but still, I don't. Apparently, they're all in on trading their pick. Yeah, apparently, heaps of teams are. Um, Boston gets another lottery pick for like what the seventeenth year in a row. Have you guys seen the the um the rumor plenty about Detroit wanting to trade for Lonzo and then trying to pick Melo in the draft? Yeah, I don't know. There's no way they're going to be able to trade for the first pick and Lonzo. It's one or the other. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, look, me personally, I want Miller to go first, but I don't think he's going to. No way. No way. What nah, do you mean? No, no, you one will take that, no one will take that risk of drafting oh, for sure. first. Just yeah. because yeah. of how long it's rather, um, shooting percentages. Shooting you'd rather just stick with a uh, pure scorer like Anthony Edwards or another big man that can stretch James the ball like James Wiseman. Or even Obi Turpin. I love the way he plays. Um, I do love some he's dropped him. Obi is very good, but he's dropped in draft stock a lot like recently because he's, he's, he's like twenty one already, yeah. isn't he? Twenty two. Yeah, but wasn't wasn't um uh, what's, who's the what's the name of the rookie right now on Phoenix Suns, North Carolina? Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson was twenty three. He was older than. Like, Devin he was Booker. projected second round, bro, yeah. and they took him like eleven. <laughs> good on him. He, he's he's panned out well. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. But I think it's just because we haven't seen. Uh, a college player in a while to do more than one year and really be hmm. uh, a proper scorer. I think since Damian Lillard, maybe. 
because um, he did all four years at Weber State. John Moran did um two, didn't he? Two. Yeah, but, he oh, but, was... I'm t- but I'm talking about like finish their education done. Ah, okay. So yeah, no, there's a lot of two, two-year players. Like uh, DeAndre Hunter was a two-year player. A lot of them do two years. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, John 100%. Moran. Yeah. I think the last one I can think of off the top of my head to do four years, I think from Daniel is probably Tim Duncan. I could not Pro- tell you, bro. Probably. That's why I'm being serious. Yeah, because everyone's that's- just one and done or out of high school. Well, that's the thing. They want to make the NBA. That's yeah, why yeah. they go on to college. They're not going yeah. to college to study. They're going to make the NBA. 100%. But yeah. Yeah. So, uh, interesting week for the Knicks. Um, we're going to run out of time again, but thanks for listening, guys. Really appreciate all the episode, uh, all the episodes. Yeah, good work. Good work. Kira, you episode. do the outro. I'm out. All the episode, huh? You do the <laughs> outro. The you episodes, do the outro. Uh, thanks, guys, for watching. Everyone, please be safe. Uh, please take care of your loved ones during this time. We'll see how this year does continue to unfold. Be make sure to tune into next week. Check out our Instagram page at Only Threes Podcast. Um, and then we'll let you guys know when our next episode is coming out. And don't we'll let you guys know if we have any future guests coming on. Oh, yes. Uh, give the uh, Blake Ferguson episode a listen. Great, great guest, Ferguson. Maybe we'll bring him on for an NBA episode. Eh? We do. All right. All right. So we are. Peace.